0: Let's say a guy, right? This could be very A guy divorced his wife, but originally he spent a lot of money on his wife's nechassim. She had a karka. He invested, he planted, and then he divorced her. So what's the halacha? Does he keep what he what he what he invested, or does he not? Let's say he he planted a whole winter, and then they got in a fight, and he divorced her, and now he wants his money back. He invested in her property. So Chazal made a very interesting pshar. Let's say he spent a lot and he only ate a little bit. Or or he spent a little bit and he ate a lot. But are he walked away with something. I don't care how much he spent. If he ate a little bit from the field, let's say she has massive fields and he ate one apple and he spent hundreds of thousands of dollars and now he divorces her. The Allah he doesn't get back a dime. Since he ate one fruit of the year, it finished. Everything, everything's gone. Heights like, Let's say he spent money and he didn't eat anything. So then Yisheva come heights of Yitla. Then he can make a shvua how much he spent and he could take that money. Very interesting, then. so. Basically, by a husband, what? Let's say he invests a good child. Let's it could be in a gear for a business. Let's say the wife owns a business and the husband invests a lot of money into the business and now he divorces her. Does he take his money back or not? So the Gemara says when it comes to investments, the Allah is if he had if he ate something that it's considered that he lets it go. And if he didn't need anything, then he, has, then he, he gets his money back. He has to make a shwa because we don't know how much he spent. He makes a shvuah and he gets his money back. The <laughs> kamakimah, Huh? <laughs> yes, it's a da'amon, <laughs> de'kishvur. We're going to see Bez Hashem, for those that... know have been seeing For those that want. For those that realize that Monday, before Shashat, means that in a week, we're going to be standing before the Melech Lachem, and he will ask you, and when you come with Tayah. That's the biggest chos that a person can come with, and when you come with chazring Brachis, we'll leave it at that. So, be The Gemara said, "We hashem." We will learn shkayeh chavitzlag for this short, much easier. We will learn pesach as Hey, er tough. Yushalayv abnuya tough shin pei hey beze hashem. Those that are there a week before Shavuot, beze hashem will be there a week after Pesach. Beze hashem kvias keeps the kvias, and beze hashem we're going to see that usually shvuos are To hold on to money, but here sometimes chazal misak and a to take money. And this is an example, so I made a shvua that you could take money with the shvua. There's other cases, the Gemara brings a about this. How much is considered that you ate something now? this listen, listen to this. Somebody said. This is the side in life, very important side in life. If Shlomo once came to he took off his coat and he went, he went say, Ma'al's and he left. So he said, Why do you take off your coat? Why do you wear your coat? He said, If you wear your coat. And even if you stay there for an hour, you never showed up. If you take off your coat, even if you stay for five minutes, you showed up to the chasna. It's a big issue. It depends what your attitude is. Because people ask, why can't I just come on Zoom? Why do I have to bother sleeping? You come on Zoom, listen, if a guy's an eyness, he's an eyness. But really, say, Zoom is very gishmak. But when you sit in your pajamas, you're sitting in your clothing, you just happen to not be convenient to come here. But when you're sitting in your pajamas, it's not nishtazel, but it's nishtazel. The after person has to come to learn. That's the bottom line. Yeah, a person's an ainus, he's an eyness, he can he's an eyness. But a person has to remember the ichor. Look at the camera feel Even if you want gregers, eat one Gregus, eat one Gregus. For who You have to eat it like a mensch. That is considered if you eat it with a away, that's considered a, a, like what's considered muchumadh like when you go to a parlor meeting and people walk around fasting like that, that's the for So if you eat a Derkhovet, that is considered a muchumadik away and therefore you're let it go. And like we said, it's considered as if you ate and you don't get any money back. Amr Avab Amr Ami Beav I fillu Shigru De Tamri Even if you eat squash dates, also say Malacha. B'ayr Abevay Chovtza De Tamri Mai. Let's say you have the junk of the dates after you make they used to make beer out of it. So after you make beer, after you have a, after you have the junk of the dates, what's Malacha? The Gemara says takeu. That we don't know if it's considered enough of an achilu. Lo Yachla Derech Mai. Let's say he didn't eat it. Derech Kavod Amr Ula Pligibachem Beav My Rav. It's not so portion. How much you have to eat if it's not Derech Kavod? Kharamabikesir, once says you have to eat the price of an isr. Once says you have to eat the price of a dinner. Say so if a guy comes and he learns, one my If a guy doesn't, he's doing it shalikadir covered. so that you have to do much more to be worth a That's the more sense. If it's shalai kadah covered, you need more. It's quantity versus quality. When you eat but are covered less it's considered a you just said you can apply it to every single area in life. Amri dining right? You buy your wife a gift. So you walk in and you put it in a plastic bag, which are illegal, a reusable plastic bag, so you bring it in That's one way of doing it. If you come with a whole presentation, it can be worth a tenth of the price. It's all about the presentation. That's the says. But anyway, Amri dining the pavadisa. the dayana of said, Yehuda The Yehuda said, even if he takes branches and he feeds it to his animals, also, right? know one branches. Give it to your animals. So then... The halacha is that is also considered an achilah. and a melech he loses. Rabbi Yehuda the tamei, Rabbi Yehuda achla orla shviyus ukalayim ariza chazaka. Hashem we are going to learn for those that want in Yerushalayim. Hallelujah. Maseches Baba Basra. No Ben no. Amen. Chafal of Sivan. Bez Hashem not not, uh, not, uh, not this year next year. Bez Hashem Chaval of Sivan. We'll begin beginning Maseches Abbas over there. We will see. That if a person buys a field and he has he eats it three years, it's called a khazaka, that he doesn't have to prove that he bought the field. What's considered eating it? Abu says, even if he eats Arla, Shvias, and Kalayan, they not eat Arla. So what, it, what we mean when he ate Arla means, he took some of the branches and he gave it to his animals. That's also considered an Achila. <coughs> That's what Abu says. <coughs> Here also, Abu You eat Arla, it's considered. As if, it's considered, meaning if you eat the branches, you're giving it to your animal. So that's considered an achilah. So by here also by a husband, it's considered an achilah. So this is a takana by a husband and a wife. Let's say a person has a wife who's a kitada, which technically she could be right? She could walk off, but he's spending money on her nachasim. The halacha is al nichsei acher dami. It's as if he invested in somebody else's nechassim. Usually, if you go into somebody's field and you invest, even shalai shus, but the halacha is you have to get paid. The guy has to pay you. If you did something that he would want to do, the guy has to pay you. That's the halacha. So over here, there's a special takana that if a husband invests in a wife's nechassim, if he eats, he doesn't get anything. That takana only applies to a regular wife. By a katana, if your wife is a katana and she could walk off, Chazal gave you a protection plan. And if you invest in your wife's nuchasim, it's as if you invested in a regular person's nuchasim. And they said you get whatever money. There's different halachas depending on if it was a place that you're supposed to plant. There's different halachas how much you get. But you get paid for what you did. Why did Chazal make such a takana by ishtay kitana that you get paid for what you did? My time of the Bhavanta Kanto, Ki Delinef Sadino, Hazal de Wad that you should ruin the fields, you are afraid that your wife's gonna walk off. So, Mela, we're afraid you're going to ruin the fields. So, therefore, we tell you, no, you should not allow your, your we, we want the person to invest. So, therefore, we said, if it's a gadela, you're in charge of the divorce. So, mela you can divorce when you want. So, therefore, Chazal made a takana that if you ate, you don't get anything. But if it's a katana, she can walk off whatever she wants. So, we're afraid the husband's going to be mafs in the fields. So, therefore, Chazal made a concept that if you invest in your wife, the katana is <inaudible> nechassim. You get whatever you invest, like, like 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 investing in a regular person's property. this is a huge aside in Ruchnias. we have to think about these things. It comes to Shana. the She had four hundred zuz bechuzay in the in the place of chuzay. Oz her husband wants to go get the four hundred zuz. Afik she'isma. He spent six hundred dollars to get four hundred dollars. How many people do this? Islam, they waste their lives to make a couple bucks. He spent six hundred dollars to get four hundred dollars. Remember that? I think Gemara says it's perfectly normal. Nebuch, it was normal in those days to do that, and today people do that. They waste their lives. Nebuch, they spent six hundred to get four hundred. Nebuch, and Daim everyone understands what I'm talking about. So the kid said he spent six hundred dollars, and he only he only got back four. So the question is, does he get his money back? So I see he got his 400. He's very proud of himself. On his way back, he wanted to buy a soda from the soda machine. So he took one of the Zuzim. So the question is, is that considered as if he ate? Because he ate one of the Zuzim. So does that mean he doesn't get paid for what he did? So they came in front of him. Excuse me. He ate. The Mishra says, if you eat, you're out. I don't care if you spend $600 that's only if the guy ate fruit that's what talking to Mishnah he ate fruit this guy ate the carrot. he ate from the 400 zoos that he was bringing back he didn't eat from the fruit it's considered a an expense meaning he didn't eat from the fruit of the, of the, of the money that he got he ate for the money itself that's considered as if he didn't eat because he ate from the Karen and immediately he just makes a shvua and he could take whatever he makes a shvua that he took so the Mishnah says if he doesn't eat anything he makes a shvua how much he spent and he takes there has to be that he enhanced the item the amount that he spent so that's the only time you make a shvua and you take is if the amount that you made is the amount that you spent what does he mean to say so what does he mean to say? Let's say the, the money that you made was more than the haitzah. He doesn't have to make a shvur. Meaning if he invested $50,000 and now the field is worth $100,000 more, so since the $50,000 he basically made, so he doesn't have to make a on that. That's the word He wouldn't have to make a shvur. As long as he made more money than he's claiming to take back, he doesn't have to make a shvur. Um, the Rav, Rav says we're going to play a shtick. The guy wants to take as much money as he wants. So let's say he made $100,000. He's going to say that he spent $99,000 and he could just leave without a shvua. He can make up a story. A shvua, a person doesn't want to lie. But a uh, ganiv, people do. So, the chayra, We should make him make a shvua. That doesn't make any sense. And um, the Rav, the Rav changes, which is what Yehudi Yitzchak just said. Let's say he spent more money than the shvach. Shvach <laughs> U bishua, the halach is he only gets the amount that he spent. Like Yitzhak just said, Yitzhak just said doesn't make sense that a, that a husband should walk away with more than the money that he made. And therefore, whatever the only money the husband could take back is only if he inherit, enhanced the fields at least that amount of money. He still has to make a shvuah, but yeah, it's only if he enhanced the fields at least that amount of money then the halach is he could take the money back. So in those days, there was something called an aris. An aris, if we would do that nowadays, our businesses will look differently. An RS, right, if you ever hire a guy and he makes commission, for some reason he works much harder than the guys that work 9 to 5. That's the Mitzis. So in those days, used to have an RS. An aris is a modern-day commission guy. And however much you grow, that's much, you make a certain percentage of how much you grow. It was a very popular way of doing things. It's called an aris. So what's the halacha? Ba'al shahayrid aris recent Ba'al the bow? Did he want? He didn't want to work in the fields, so he brought an aris into the field to take, let's say, twenty-five percent of what he makes. And then the bow divorces, so he's out of the field. And the the is: Does the aris have a right? Right, an aris is he's a hired worker, so maybe he could say, "Listen, I want to stay in the field, even though now it's the wife's field because the husband divorced the wife, but I'm still hired. I want to stay." Mahu. Adaita the Do we say he went in? Al Das the he's working for the husband. Is talak who? The Baal leaves, the Baal divorced. So they're gone. Or we assume they came down to work the land It's very normal to hire Arisim. So the hus- they tell the wife, listen, you're gonna hire an artist anyway. Keep us here. We're ready here. We have a right to stay here. So we get to that the Do they have a right to uh, to uh, to uh, get, uh, get whatever they're supposed to get, because uh, they can still consider it a resim, or not, or not. Now really, the more Mornegea do they get paid? Meaning, if the, when the husband leaves, say if he ate, he doesn't get anything. What about the iris? Does the iris get paid when if he's leaving? Mean the let's say the baal leaving. The husband says the, the iris says I want to get paid too, but the woman says no. The baal is not getting any money, so the iris shouldn't get anything more than the baal. Or does the iris say, listen, I'm working on this karaka, I deserve and I get whatever I'm supposed to get. I get percentage and zaygizon. So Mikitza, is the iris a worker of the baal and therefore he has to his medovers with the baal and the when the baal leaves and he doesn't get anything. Let's say he ate, so then the the uh, the aris doesn't get it either. Or do we say the aris gets? Because is the aris mishuba to the karka, or is he mishuba to the bell? How do we look at it? say <speaking in Hebrew> The halach is: if I go into your field and I plant a field, you didn't tell me I should do it. I walk into your field and I plant a tree. I plant something in your field. The halach is: <speaking in Hebrew> you evaluate how much it's worth. And he ends up losing out. It's not again the details, but he gets paid. He gets paid a certain amount of money, either how much he spent or how much the tree is worth. It's a big discussion, depending on which one is more money. But Akaband Allah is he gets paid. A guy that walks into somebody's field shalai b'shus and he plants a tree, he gets paid. So why over here would you have the havamina that an iris that comes into the field? You're saying if the husband leaves the iris it doesn't get paid. That's one side of the goodbye. The Gabbard. Just like the husband leaves and doesn't get paid for his work, the- for his investment, the Aris also doesn't. Why would it be different than a regular Yared? It's very different. Hossam leka inish when you walk into somebody's field and you build a fence, nobody else was building that fence. You decide to be nice and build a fence. But hacha ikabao, the tarich, the wife says, No one asked you to come into this field. I would have used the bow. I didn't want you. I The bow would have done the tirch himself. Why should I give you 25%? So just because the bow brought you in, I hear, so you take it up with the bow. I'm not mechoyev to pay you. Here I had a bow. He wanted to make the payer, so he would have worked on the field himself. You decided to come in to take 25%, I hear, take it up with the baal. It's not my business. The bow doesn't get anything. You don't. Get anything that's one side, so even though usually a yayrid does get paid, that's because there's nobody else to do it, but here there's other people to do it. So, my have might say, How do we pass? Can does an Aris get paid or not? We we see if the Baal is an Aris meaning he would have worked on the field himself, so he knows the malucha. So, then she could say, Listen. The Baal would have done it himself. You decided, he invited you in, I hear, but you should have known he was a Baal. It's not his fields. So Mela, if the Baal leaves, they're out, they don't get paid. If the Baal does not have the talent of being an artist, so anyway, I rely, we see Kaimah, the Baal anyway had to hire, she's going to have to hire somebody because there's nobody, the Baal doesn't know what he's doing, so they need somebody to get hired. They need an artist to work on the field. So Mela, then, the artist gets paid. That's all. So basically, it depends what the Baal's status was. If he was telling, so then the Baal gets paid. And if not, then then the if the Baal's geshikt, then the Baal should have done it. So then the Ares does not get paid. But if the Baal is not so geshikt, then the Ares does get paid. My wife comes into the marriage with with an empty field. Am I allowed to sell the field to somebody else? Lease it. Uh, La Le Paris means to lease. Can I lease the field? Right? The Baal has the rights to lease. So he owns, he owns the rights to plant trees in this field. Can I lease the field to somebody else? Can I sell the field that somebody else should be able to plant Paris? What's the Shiloh? mean to do we say? my de Kaniakni. Chazal gave me the Paris. <laughs> I could lease it to somebody else. We'll call it a lease. It's called Mechir Le Paris. It's a lease, basically. A the reason why Chazal gave a Takana of Paris to the Baal, the Chazal wanted that there should be a lot of fruit in the house. So therefore Chazal said, we want the Baal to get the Paris, so you should invest and he should have a lot of fruit in the house. We're not going to allow him to sell to somebody else, lease it to somebody else, somebody else is going to get the fruit. That doesn't make sense. Why would Chazal make such a Takana? So that's the shout, does the husband have a right? To lease out the field that he owns the usage rights on. did Chazal give him a, a power to lease. He says he does have a right to do it. Papa says he can't. Papa quoted Rava that he can't. So it's what Rava said. Could or can't This that Yehuda is saying that he could, it's not Mefurish. It's really, he learned it out of Hediak. Why? So listen to the story. A woman, she brought in to her husband two maidservants. She got married. She brought in two maidservants. He married a different woman. So then he took one of his first wife's maidservants and he gave it to the second wife. How can he do that? So also the 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 woman the first wife came in front of rava I brought in two maid servants and he's giving it to the Tara. can't do that he was she was yelling layashkechba rava was ignored her so man the the one that saw rava ignored her Savar, he thought misham the what happened here basically the husband took the shifcha and sold it to somebody else what did he do he took the shifcha from the first wife and gave it to the second wife so you see that rava said it's fine. He's like maybe it's not a nice thing to do, but he's allowed to do it. So Mela, you see that Rubber holds Masha sahasui. The Gemara says Vlahi, nope, that's not why Rubber held you, you can do it. Mishom Ravach Beisah Ravach Really? A guy cannot lease the property. I. how did Rav allow him to give away the shivcha? Because the point is that there should be Ravach so there should be a lot going on in the house. So if he's keeping the shivcha in the house, even though he's giving it to another wife, but the shivcha is the mice in the house, so she's cleaning the laundry, she's doing everything that has to be done. So Mela, it halacha is, there's no riot from there, and maybe really the halacha is that he's now allowed a lease, and the Gemara Paskins of Karka Abal, Shamachai, la Paris, Layasavalai, Clum. Abal, Souls, karka. he has no right. To it in. So we have our third din for today that Abal cannot do, even though he owns the Paris. He has no right to sell it. My time, or what's the reason? Why can't he sell it? Abai, Omar. Chayshin says we're afraid that the, lease, the the guy that's leasing it is going to ruin the fields because he never knows when the marriage is going to end. So if you lease him from the owner, you're afraid to ruin it. But if you're leasing from the husband, you're not afraid to ruin it because you're, you, you want to get as much as you can out of it. But you're, you're driving a rental car, try to smash as much as you can because you're giving it back. You want to, it's not yours. So Mela here also. We're afraid it's not, the husband's going to divorce the wife and then he's going to walk off with nothing. So Mela, he tries to get as much out of it. Ravah says the reason is, like we said before, because we want the Paris to stay in-house. So either it's because we're afraid he's going to ruin it, or because of Ravah Chbisa. If the the field is next to the city, so they could always snoop on him and make sure he's not ruining the field. So if the reason is because of ruining, then the husband could lease because it's right next to the city, there's no problem. Let's say the Baal is the artist in the field. Let's say the Baal is working on the fields. He leased out the field, but then he is the one himself that goes down with his shovel and works on it. So we're not afraid he's going to ruin it because he's the one that's working on it. So again, there also, there's no chashash of getting ruined. Inami. The third case is Zuzi vikaved iska. Let's say he made money and he's investing the money. So again, the reason why you shouldn't sell is because you want the money to stay in house. But if you made money and you're going to invest the money, so you're anyway going to bring money in house. So in any of, so in that, if the reason is because you want you to make extra money, so in this case we will allow you to do it. So basically, there's two reasons why we pass and a husband cannot sell. If someone asks you on a test, there's two reasons why the husband cannot sell either because we're afraid he's going to ruin it, or because we want the money to stay in house. So we know what a Shomer Siyavim is. We had it in Yavamis. Shomer Siyavim, that's in between two husbands. So she fell a Yibam, and now she has Nechasim. Whose jurisdiction do these Nechasim go under? Here, since she's not under any husband, so both of them agree that she has a right to sell it. Because she's not under the first husband, he's dead. She's not under the second husband, into even yet. So, Mela, she could sell. May Salah she dies. So, May Yasu, what do you do with the ksuba? Which is referring to the money that she brought into the marriage that the husband has to give back afterwards. Which are called which she also brought into the marriage. But there, the husband eats, only eats Paris from those nachasem. What do you do with those nachasem? Again, she died. Who is Yerish? Her. She's in between two marriages. Who's Yerish her? So they shall Yerim Yachlaiku. So I you split it. Yerish Abal, who wants to be Yerish, and Yerish her family, her father's family, they want to be Yerish, so we don't know what to do, so we split it. Or so let her know. Nechasim bechaskasan. Vesel says the nechasim, Stay in their chazaka. That's what we do in the They stay in their chazaka. So the gemara in Babasa actually will explain what it means. The chasam The gemara over here doesn't explain what it means. The chasam means the nitch say tsayin barzol. The chasam that the husband has to give back. Stay becheskasan. That's the. They stay wherever the chazaka is. It's is what the chazaka is. Uksuba becheskes yirsheba, but eksuba meaning the two hundred dollars, the two hundred zuz that he pays for the eksuba that stays by the Baal because he's the one that's paying the Ksuba. Nechase ve nechase ve etzimimah be cheskizah she'av. The nechse malag, which is the money with the stuff she brought in, so that goes back to the father because he's the mochzik on that. So B'kitzur, you give it to whoever's a mochzik. Hiniach achiv mais, let's say his brother left, uh, left over money. So then, now there's money here. So the halach is, yilakech ben kakavaychopayers. The, 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 uh, the, uh Yavam doesn't have a right to keep the money because we're going to see the all the money that he gets, all the estate that he gets from his brother is all mishubid to his wife's ksuba, to his brother's wife's ksuba. So when he does yibam, even though it's yerush everything, but the money is mishubid to ksuba. So if his brother left over money, he has to buy karka. He could repair some the karka, but he has to hold on to it because it's all mishubid to the ksuba. That's Chazal wanted to give a a uh, security on the yavamah. So they were Meshabit all the karka tariksuba. Paris at Tlushabit and karka. Let's say they were Paris that were detached from the ground that his brother left over. Also, Yilachach ben karka vechoparis. They buy karka and the husband eats pears. Again, they have to be Meshabit and a Let's say they're attached to the karka. So what's the halachic status of those fruit, pears that are attached? Amr Amr, Shaman Isa, Kameh the Paris. You evaluate how much the karka is worth with Paris. The and Paris and how much it's worth without. Meaning you evaluate how much the attached Paris are worth are worth. And the difference, the amount that it's worth. Again, that's money that's going to be the Ksuba. So, you buy karka, and the new husband, the yavam eats Paris. The khama are in Paris, and and karka shalai. The say no. Paris that come into the marriage that are attached to the ground are go straight to the yavam He doesn't have to, there's no they go straight to the oven. we're going to see in the Gemara why that is, why should it go straight to the oven? we'll see, it goes to him, but if it's detached from the ground, so it's basically like money that came into the marriage, an interesting whoever grabs it first is where Ms. misupik what to do with that, with those pairs, does he get it, or does she get it, and therefore whoever takes it first, gets it, if he grabs it first, zacha. he keeps it, if she grabs it first, so basically it belongs to her, so that it's like Malog, you buy karka with the fruit, and he can eat pears like a regular husband. A woman brings money into the marriage, the husband eats pears. So basically, according to the detached pears, are somewhere in between, and a mela, we make this kind of shara. That's the kansa. Once the yavim actually does Ibam, kesh to the She's like a regular wife. But the sheba of the ksuba is on the estate of the first husband. He does not. The second husband does not bear responsibility to pay the ksuba. The main responsibility of the ksuba is on the first husband. He shouldn't tell her. Right? So what happened? This woman was very wealthy. She came into the marriage. She has millions of dollars worth of properties. So the husband figures he wants to be able to deal with these properties. So he says... I, I'm leaving the ksuba on the table, meaning I'm being miyach a certain amount of items for the ksuba, and everything else I could sell. That was what he wanted to do. He wanted to be able to invest with the other money that his wife brought in. He said to Allah, I am He shouldn't say, Your is on the table. He can't say that. is all of the nechasim are mishuba to the ksuba. That's the way Chazal set it up. He's now allowed to do business with the Nechassim. Mean, how would he be able to do business? We'll see on pay Aleph and Alf. But generally speaking, there's no way for him to do business. Actually, we're going to see it on pay Beis I and mean, Alf, We'll see. But I'll Agapan him mean, how what's the eight say out? But generally speaking, when a person does Yibam, even though he's yairish, a tremendous amount of money, but they're all Meshubat he can't do anything with it. loyem A person has a wife, say a regular wife, not a Yavama. He shouldn't say, he shouldn't say, here's your ksuba. He sets up money for the ksuba, and then he wants to be able to deal with all her nechase. So No, all of his nechasim, meaning everything he owns, are all mishuba to the ksuba, which is a Chiddush. A guy can't, do, prop, can't, can't uh, do deals. He has money. Every person that's married, all of his nechasim are to the ksuba. He can't do deals. So the, the Mishnah over here doesn't mean that it's mishuba that he can't sell it. Da'alach as he could sell it. Charles is a Sheba. By Yavama, he can't sell it. But by a regular wife, Da'alach as he could sell it. We'll see about that in the Gemara. Gersha, if he divorces her, E'en la she only gets aksuba. If he divorces the Yavama, she only gets aksubah. Even though all the nachasim are m'shebid, but once he divorces her after he marries her, she only walks away with aksuba. Everything else he keeps. Echzira, if he takes her back, so he divorces her and takes her back. Hare'i now she's like a regular woman. There's no Sheba, all the fancy Shibbudin that she had till now don't exist anymore because he already did Yibam. And then he divorced her. And then when he takes her back, she's like a regular woman that the Sheba is only for the Ksuba and the rest of the Nechasim are not Mishobot. So the Mishnah says that a Yivama is somewhere in between and therefore there's different halachic ramifications that a has.